I'm Don Blankchip, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids. You know, I never really listened to what he was really saying. And I mean, he's not really. This guy's making sense. And passion and charisma. <laughs> Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roller, the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash, the whatever. This is episode 157 of the Don Blankenship Experience. Yeah, I mean, with that, that lead-in, it's hard not to rebrand. I mean, we have to rebrand. Yeah. That charisma, that passion. As always, I'm joined by... Sentient Mountain, White Samoan, Vanilla Gorilla, first black man to ever ice skate backwards on the Kanawha River, um, former all, intercontinental all white, champion. All that whiteness is an interesting juxtaposition with the black man. <laughs> well, it's old Chucky Atata SX over there. And let's just do a real deep dive right away into Don Blankenship. Our hero... Our mentor. I got, I'm going to go and say it. He's my spirit animal. What do you have to say about him, Chuck? Um, sounds about right. That's uh, a shark. He's a he's got doll eyes. Yeah, he does. There's nothing back there. And I think those children are owned by the uh, somebody asked by me the Massey Corporation. I think it was good friend Andy Frampton asked me online whenever I posted that clip where he got those children at, and I told him the man ran a mining company for years. I assume he mined them. <laughs> this man has child mines somewhere. Well, I mean, yes, <laughs> that's got to be it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he has children working in mines. And probably. probably a lot of places. Now, I want to do, I want to do a dive into the use of the phrase "China people," and then he m- moves on and says "West Virginia people." <laughs> so, what his is his China family? Because his wife is Chinese. Is she? <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Might even be a Chinese national, huh? But I, because I, I know he said Chinaman in the past. So, what I think has happened is. Don Blankenship is woke. Don he Blankenship, I, I want has started to use gender neutral, gender neutral phrasing. Now I want you to picture what this is going to sound like in the future. Whenever he's okay at one of his speeches, I believe women and men have the same rights. We're all the same. Gender is a social construct. That's the same with race and oh, color. Oh God. 
See, delivered those lines delivered in that voice. Intersection, intersectional feminism is the wave of the future. God, he doesn't know the word intersectional. Mm. Other than going through an intersection in a coal truck and killing an innocent person and then paying <laughs> off whoever you have to pay off to make sure you don't get prosecuted. Giving the family That's, free direct TV for the rest of their life. Did he really do that? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, let's just say he did it. Fuck it. Let's get yeah, sued. Why not? why not? Let's do it. <laughs> We're there. But I think Don Blankenship is woke. I think he's bought into the progressive agenda. Don't you think so? Uh uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he used to say China Moon and West Virginians. Well, and then he would do the thing. He would yeah, slant his eyes. He's like, "Who put pee pee in my coke?" Uh, I, I come here today to tell you that Mitch McConnell's wife put pee pee in my coke. <laughs> <laughs> She's she is a China woman, and Chinese, she, she likes to play jokes. Japanese, dirty knees, swamp captain. <laughs> So I, I want to hear um, Don Blankenship really against cisgendered white males are the biggest problem in this country. And I feel like if we just get more coal out of the ground, the cisgendered white males will go away because that's mostly who works on the ground. And I have a way of making things collapse around them, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's woke. I think that's what's happened. It's a... Uh, it's a possibility. <laughs> I think that's what it is. He's woke, and he uh, he's buying into the progressive agenda. He's going to start talking about abortion rights. Yeah. Up to up to nine and a half months. If the baby's overdue, we got to get that thing out of there and kill it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to see somebody come out for abortion like a year. After at, out of utero, I want to see him try to try to get the gay vote and come out as gay. Enough. I've spent most all, my entire life in the closet. In the closet as a pretending to be a, a straight homosexual or heterosexual man. But I must say that I love I love men. I love butts. <laughs> I, love, I don't know if you've ever been been to a, a mining site, but the uh, the access to a mine looks like a butthole. That's why I designed them that way. I just love watching the man trip go in and out of the of the mining shaft, uh, or as I call it, the butthole. <laughs> the man trip's like a giant erect penis. Mm-hmm. My giant erect penis. I don't know if you know this, but I have a giant penis. I have a giant penis. I'm an intersectional feminist now. I'm, I'm sort of like a soft-spoken Hank Hill. I love so the Black Panther movie. Black Panther. I went and saw it opening night. And I bought all the blacks in the area <laughs> tickets to see the same show that I was at. I would like to say, see, hear him say something horribly racist right then. And those coons really had a good time, I got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so dark in there, I couldn't tell if anybody was in there with me until people smiled whenever uh, the little white fellow would make a quip or something. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, the white fellow in Black Panther was uh, Martin Freeman. Yeah, the, you know the little white fellow from the Office, the British version, and the Hobbit. He was the Hobbit. I haven't seen that film. He was also had a bit part in Shaun of the Dead. Like a, it wasn't even a cameo. It was a, he was an extra basically. He didn't speak. It was probably a cameo then. Like he was uh, well, okay, then. well it, it might have been. He was definitely yeah, famous for it, British well, people then. Well, he was he was in a lot of Simon Pegg's properties, I think. I think they're like 
they're friends and they do stuff together. So has anybody does anybody know what Don Blankenship's agenda is other than just to fucking straight shoot promos on on Mitch McConnell? <laughs> <laughs> and why is he cocaine Mitch now? What's going on with that? Um, I think he does have a reputation for um, for having a bit of a problem. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that about old Mitch. I think I've heard it floated before that he's a... He likes the booger sugar? I, 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 where do you come up with all... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start <laughs> typing in drugs and, and nicknames for drugs. You've never heard booger sugar? I've heard booger sugar before, but there's a few other ones. <laughs> Or, or uh, <laughs> you're calling it butthole stink whistle. It's, you know. well, that's a good one. That's a country one, I believe. Yeah. The old stink whistle. The old fart whistle, the old shitter. <laughs> Chocolate whiz way. <laughs> that's a Whoopi Goldberg from uh, um, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Um, one of the best films of all time. That one's Jumpin' Jack Flash is actually really good. I've never I've probably seen She it. came out with a string of movies that were, jump, well, I mean, the color purple, of course. She deserved every accolade for that. But then she came out with a string, and they were just shit. I mean, they were. Just, but one of those, one of the ones that was good, was Jumping Jack Flash. What about uh, the Nun movies? Whatever those were called, those are pretty good, right? Um, Sister Act, yeah. I mean, they were good. They made money, and they had good stories and stuff. They were okay. Yeah, Don Blankenship, um, just so filled with charisma, like. Can you not text while we're doing this? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, somebody's. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird. Send, just send him a dick pic and. No, it's not that. It's not. It, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, I know. I understand. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture Don Blankenship at a Black Lives Matter rally. You know, I used to say all lives matter, but now I believe that no lives but black matter. <laughs> <laughs> He comes out in blackface. He doesn't realize that's not <laughs> He <good>. doesn't. <laughs> come strut mammy. Oh, mammy. <laughs> I've actually used Massey coal money to revive Al Jolson. Because I know how much you black folks love Al Jolson. You spooks are really going to love him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Al Jolson. <laughs> mammy. His head falls off. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? I'd like to see. I'd like to see him get his own show. The Don Blankenship. <laughs> of course, we 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 get in a running legal battle because he'd be the Don Blankenship experience. Well, he's. We have. Um, what do you call that? Intellectual property rights over that since we've created the Don Blankenship experience here. Yeah, I have a logo. So, <laughs> have we trademarked it? Uh, well, I mean, we can prove that we created it first. All right. Oh yeah, we can. There's timestamp on it. I imagine he doesn't even know what a podcast is. I, I'm not sure he's ever I seen hope television. He doesn't actually. That would be weird if he did. If he was like into it. Uh, oh yeah, if he was a big like. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the latest Joe Rogan experience? Yeah, exactly. I was getting ready to say Joe. Oh, great. No. The, Listen, that, to that, Bill Burr, that Bill Burr Monday morning podcast. Uh, yeah, he just goes off on little rants. It's it's hilarious. I guffaw I, and guffaw. I laugh and laugh. It brings me so much joy. I was listening to comedy Bang Bang the other day. And they do so many characters. It is so funny. I laugh. I, you've, you've never seen me filled with so much glee and merriment. God, he's never he, he's never touched glee. He's never <laughs> he's never sniffed glee. I imagine his parents like in, unless glee was another name for cocaine. Because <laughs> yeah. you know that guy in the eighties was doing some cocaine. 
<laughs> I, I imagine his parents, whenever he was a baby, were like coochie coochie cooing him. He was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daddy, that's hilarious! You're he actually did. He did the. You're tickling me so much. I'm going to pee, Daddy. He did the voice track for uh, Stanley Kubrick's uh, 2001 when the computer was dying. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. This is so frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Just no emotion on his face whenever he's. I think he was trying to at one point because he got this thing, you know, where he was like, you know, it was just weird. Stay emotionless. He is not endearing to anybody. No, he isn't. And this is making the rounds. People are like, what the fuck one is going Pat on? One Pat retweeted this. Retweeted the commercial. So when I'm well, I think one of the quotes was, What the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean he'd be better off just to not put anything out, just have his name out there. Not there's no reason for him to have a commercial. Everybody knows about him. Nobody's gonna vote for it. No, no. Uh, even even people who would, I've heard of people, a couple of dissenting opinions. Like one guy I know said, "Well, you know, whenever I worked for Massey, I was like, I was just like, fuck you. If you're going to vote for him, go fuck yourself. There, there is no excuse for that. You know, it's just he's just such. He sent all the Democrats, all the registered Democrats in the state, a treatise on why he was innocent because my parents caught him. My parents have been registered Democrat forever, and for for. All their lives And I guess he just decided He wanted to stick it Stick it to him a little bit So he sent him that And some kind of bullshit Thing that he wrote So of course It's going to have A lot of misspellings And you know Rants about <laughs> About how his jello Is not good Or something I don't know <laughs> I, want, I want to see A fired up Don Blanket ship At Applebee's Whenever his order's wrong um, I, I ordered this These fajitas With no peppers <laughs> As you can see, they are a swim with peppers. There are there is a litany of peppers. There are red peppers, <laughs> green peppers. It takes him twenty minutes to name off all the jalapeno peppers. peppers, banana, ghost peppers, banana peppers. <laughs> He's like fucking Bubba on <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump. He says later the, the waiter is disheveled with. <laughs> He's got a beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sitting down in the chair opposite him, just sitting there going smoking. <laughs> She's going to keep going. He knows his peppers. I must say, though, this is. I've never heard of a, I've never heard of a ching chong pepper. <laughs> I fired up Don Blankenship at McDonald's drive through. I ordered my McDoubles with no cheese, extra cheese and no onions. Sir, that doesn't make any sense. Think about it. And then they think about it. Their head explodes. <laughs> What? <laughs> the goddamn ice cream machine is always broke down. Why do you even advertise ice cream if you're I want not some, going to have I want some Cinnabites. Sir, we quit making those years ago. All I wanted was I a goddamn McFlurry, and you cannot help me. Now, what am I supposed to do in this situation, sir? Is Ronald McDonald available for me to talk to? Because he thinks whoever, yeah. <laughs> the for some reason, the mascot he's is, got that much power. Yeah. He's that rich. <laughs> I want to talk to whoever's at the top. At the at Burger King, I talked to the king. They just they they just got some janitor kid who 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 does who does dishes, which I don't know why they need dishwashing at Burger King. But somebody's got to wash a spatula every. I now guess, and I but he but he they put a uh, they put a, a towel on him and a crown so he could go out there and talk to him. Out there and like the and of course, Tom Blankenship bows to him, yeah. sire. <laughs> sire, you Your have, grace, you have the best flame broiled hamburgers. <laughs> but I must say Today's service was terrible They gave me 
like the weird end of a tomato, you know, whenever you just slice off one end and you throw it away. They gave me that part. This is dissatisfactory. I was working at a restaurant and some guy was actually putting those in the bin when the, you know the 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 the, the, the sandwich maker. The sandwich, yeah, the prep station sandwich maker. I was like, no, we don't use those. I said, how long have you been putting those on sandwiches? Six months. <laughs> it's like, then like, everybody who's gotten one of those has broken their fucking tooth, you idiot. Nobody likes that. No. <laughs> I need to figure out more situations where Don Blankenship is dissatisfied and he gets really super angry, but it sounds the same. I would like to. I'd like something just completely awful. He's at Wimbledon and somebody spilled their strawberries and cream on him. Ma'am, you have uh, you have soiled my good tennis whites. My lacrosse shirt. <laughs> it's got the little alligator on it and everything. God, how could that motherfucker been to work for? I have no idea. Oh, it would have been horrible. I bet. I don't know. I mean, you, you, the everyday guy doesn't really deal with the CEO, so the everyday guy probably well, doesn't. Of know. course, but I'm saying for those people, not the, the everyday people, even the people just beneath him. I'm sure it would be terrible. I mean, they're they're asshole and pricks, assholes yeah, have, and pricks too. Yeah, but no, but you can probably at least read them to see if they're in a mood. Exactly. <laughs> but dandy Don, you're either getting put to death or you're getting a promotion. I, I, there, it's, I have no idea <laughs> how that went. Up. I have no idea how that went. And you know that scene? No of, you know, see, and you stared know, right through me. You know, people in that in that world, some of them see that as a virtue. You know that Don, no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Real sociopath that dog in a yeah positive manner. He looked at a dead behind her the other day, shrugged his shoulders, and kept walking. Yeah, I did too. But I kind of felt bad for the guy's family. I even I sent him a, 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 a sympathy card, an Outback gift card. Yeah, that'll take care of it. <laughs> I sent them an expired Radio Shot gift card. <laughs> no rules, just right. <laughs> 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 Fucking this this guy's running. I mean, Joe Manchin is terrible, but uh, I'm glad he's popular enough to where he'll at least smoke Don Blankenship. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, there's just nothing behind Don Blankenship's eyes. It's it's a shark. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. There, he's never. Nobody's ever hugged that man. No. Did you see the awkward way he's holding his? I guess supposed grandchildren. I'm those are the one he's going to run and win for. That's what he said. I'll beat the cocaine Mitch in the swamp. For the kids, and you're not even running against Mitch McConnell. Like he's do- he he doesn't live. He's not serving. Here. He's not going to interact with you more than likely. You guys might sit beside each other. I mean, there, if there's a bill, I mean, well, actually, they're both scumbag Republicans, so they they might interact some. But the way those people are, it's like those people. Oh, you mean blacks? No, I mean Republicans. I'm I'm talking about like, like um, billionaires. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz, after he was going to get in, a, in an alleged fist fight with Donald Trump, was on a phone bank for Donald Trump getting him elected. It's like, well, you fucking pussy. Yeah, he was out there cutting promos on Donald Trump to give him them hands. I know. And a week later, he's, he's, I think Donald Trump said, he called, he, he said your wife was ugly. <laughs> he said there wasn't shit. He said you your were dad was about. involved in the Kennedy assassination. He called your mom fat. He did all this shit, and here you are taking calls for this motherfucker. Did you really say his mom was you, fat? No, I wish you did. <laughs> you know what? That'd be one way to win me over if you're out there busting out mama jokes on Ted Cruz. Because I love shitting on Ted Cruz. <laughs> Not as much as uh, well, someone who we used to know. Uh, who? Nobody. I don't know anybody by that name. 
was just somebody that I used to. Oh, you're going to get me singing Goat Yay. <laughs> that song was big. You didn't have to cut me off. I think that's, yeah, Goat Yay. I'm going to look that It up. is Goat Yay. Does that say he's saying yay for goats or is he saying yay, like goat yay? Sort of like Kanye. He's like saying yay for cons, right? Yes. But yeah, fucking um, old Nandy Don. I don't know if uh, the, our listeners are going to vote for him, but I mean, I don't think it'll matter. I don't think he's going to win. No, I mean, he, he definitely... The thing about it is, though... You know that Donald Trump loved that guy. I mean, that's that's his kind of guy right there. No feelings. It's the kind of guy Gordon Gecko said he wanted in Wall Street. Donald Trump is like Gordon Gecko in Wall Street, except minus the ever a moment of making any sense. Like when he was had that whole speech, that great speech, great is good. Yeah. And it was a good speech. It really it, it compelled you to to rethink how you thought about people. But it was just a dodge, just like everything he ever did. Yeah. So, you know. I'm sorry, I'm vibing with this song. That's all right. Uh, uh, but yeah. I don't. Uh, again, I have no idea what uh, Don Blankenship stands for other than mass murder, it seems. But uh, I look forward to more commercials. That's all I'm saying. I've seen the. I've just seen the one. And apparently, you said there's more. There's more. I've seen more, and I've never been able to find them anywhere else. There's one where it's, it's like a 30 second commercial, and it's basically uh, this guy likes um, this guy likes Hillary Clump, Hillary Trenton, Clinton, and Barack Obama. Well, I've seen one for Evan, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, and he said he's a uh, he went to a uh, fundraiser for Hillary Clinton. He's a he's a liberal. Like they're yeah. saying, I mean, it's just like what the fuck? What? What yeah. is wrong with you people? That's what he said. Uh, if uh, if uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama lived here, they'd vote for Joe Manchin. They're liberals. Joe Manchin's a liberal. And then Did he say paid that? For, yeah, that's what the commercial said. That's he the gist of the commercial. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, again, Don Blankenship is completely devoid of anything even remotely close to charisma. All right. Uh, ooh, that was for the listeners at home. I mean, I look forward to more commercials, though. You know what? Speaking of charisma, having seen the new Avengers movie. Yeah, we just got back from the new Avengers movie. We're going to spoil the shit out of it for you here. Well, just okay. You can't bit. not. There's too much. There's too much to discuss. There's so much. We could do a three. I felt just on that. That Josh. It's Josh Rowland, right? James is the dad. Yeah, yes, Josh. Josh. I felt that his performance as Thanos, even though it is computer generated largely. I mean, Thanos is the character is, but the voice isn't. Well, but they mapped his face yeah. for all this stuff. So, you know, he, he probably did it in a suit and then they, you know. But um, I could honestly see his side of things. You know, I mean, that's that was. And what, what, what I'm trying to deal with is there are some people that do bad things because they feel like it's, they're necessary. There are some people who do bad things because they like to do bad things because they're evil people. Those people are out there, but that, those people are rare. And then there's people out there who do bad things. And they don't really just they really don't give a shit. You know, it, it's not like they care or they don't care. You know, it's like they just it's just something. Would, would they be like chaotic neutral? Yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna, if we're describing uh, them in, in Dungeons and Dragons terms, Thanos would probably be chaotic. Good, no neutral. 
he would be evil. He's evil. His his motivation He's evil neutral. He'd be neutral evil is what he would be. His actions are evil, but if he could ever be motivation, if you could ever be neutral lawful evil, yeah, he would be that. Um, Don Blankenship. He's evil, evil, evil. He's e- he's just evil all the way. Like there, there's nothing, there's nothing human about him. You know. How does one even become him? Like, well, for one thing, they say he was always like that. I mean, I, I, I there was a great write up about him. I see if I can find it in Rolling Stone if they have that posted. Um, China people. <laughs> <laughs> Intersectional feminism. You see, the white women have it bad, but not nearly as bad as black women, and who who don't have it nearly as bad as trans black women. If you you guys see what I'm saying, see we have a hierarchy of oppression. <laughs> Don Blankenship, the, the Dark, dark Lord, Lord of Coal Country. Country. He is, and look at that fucking picture of him. He's he not looked, even Darth Vader. He like Darth Vader. Darth had Vader some good did points. things. Darth Vader did things. Ultimately, for love, he did things because he thought those the things that had to be done to save people that he loved. Don Blankenship doesn't love anyone, probably not even himself. There's no way. I mean, it's just there's no way. It's just a it's just a pointless. It's more like an amoeba. It consumes things and and destroys things just because it's that's the path that it's on. He's uh, I don't know. I mean, I wish I'd never never heard of him. I shouldn't have to know this, the name. You need to read this article. It's a great article. I read it. Like I said, I read it when it came out. I might have read it. I don't know how long ago it came out. And it's, I mean, uh, well, you can tell this was. <laughs> okay. A tall man, 60, with a thin mustache and a double chin emerges. <laughs> Don Blankenship, the CEO of Massey Energy, the largest and most powerful coal company in central Appalachia. He grabs his dark blue suit jacket, which is folded on the tan leather seat beside him, and slips it on. He wears a ye- ye- red and yellow silk tie and tasseled leather loafers. His hands are chubby and white. No calluses, not a speck of coal dust. That is a great <laughs> fucking Did description. Did Matt write that? Well, here's the here's the end part of it. Here's the best part. Accountant's hands. His eyes are black and inexpressive. Yep. Yeah. Unless you live in West Virginia, you've probably never heard of Don Blankenship. You might not know that he grew up in the coalfields of West Virginia, received an accounting degree from a local college, and through a combination of luck, hard work, and cold-blooded ruthlessness, transformed himself into the embodiment of everything that's wrong with the business and politics of Amer- energy in America today. A man who pursues naked self-interest and calls it patriotism, who buys judges like cheap hookers, treats workers like dogs, blasts mountains to get at a few inches of coal and uses money to influence to and influence to ensure that Americans remain enslaved to the 19th century idea that burning coal equals progress. Holy fuck. I don't know who wrote this. It sounds like Matt Taibbi. Let me see. Should be at the top of the page. It, it, it is by Jeff by Jeff Goodell. November 29, 2010. Jeff Goodell can spin a fucking yarn. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> that that described him so well, but um, he's uh, he's something else. I got to tell you, you know, yeah, just loaded with charisma, loaded with attitude, just sassy, no. <laughs> sassy. Yeah, he's on the next. Uh, he's on the next. Uh, he's doing a, an article for Red Book. He's- you know what I want to do right now? I want to find a manuscript. Okay. To uh, to read as Don Blankenship. Yes, like an an awesome speech. Like, uh, oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, 
<laughs> Can this be any? Uh, I'm going to find some Game of Thrones quotes. I was thinking uh, um, the uh, Full Metal Jacket monologue. Right, that's a good one. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Uh, if you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. shit. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother has a sword. King Robert has his war hammer. And I have my mind. And a mine needs books as a sword needs a whetstone if it is to keep its edge. Who the fuck said that? Who's the slimy little communist shit twinkle toast cocksucker who just signed his own death warrant? My sister has mistaken me for a mushroom. She keeps me in the dark and feeds me shit. You had best unfuck yourself or I would unscrew your head and shit down your neck. All dwarfs might be bastards, but yet not all bastards are dwarfs. How tall are you, Private? Five foot eight. Five foot eight. I did not know that they stack shit that high. You tried trying to squeeze an inch on me somewhere, huh? <laughs> Bullshit. It looks to me like the best part of you ran down the crack of your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. That's always the grossest one. <laughs> Private Powell, I'm going to give you three seconds. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid looking grin off your face or I will gouge your eyeballs out and skull fuck you. So much passion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't find any decent ones. They're all Tonight quotes. you pukes will sleep with your rifles. You will give your rifle a girl's name because not all, this is the only pussy you people are going to get. Your dates a finger banging old Mary Jane Rotten Crotch through her pretty pink panties are over. You're married to this piece. Uh, excuse me. This weapon of iron and wood, and you will be faithful. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I want that head so sanitary and squared away <laughs> that the Virgin Mary herself will be proud to go in there and take, take a, a dump. dump. <laughs> God, nobody can deliver like Arlie Army. I don't know. I'm doing a pretty good job. <laughs> I would like to see. I'd like to see an action you put one hard where he times on dusty roads. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the best one. Limousine flying. You're talking to the limousine fly, jet riding, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. <laughs> Son of a He's gun. an evil version of Grandpa from the Simpsons. And I'm having a hard time holding these steel toe boots down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Let's talk about more happy things. Uh, do you want to do favorite things now? Yeah. Because that'll be the rest of the show, essentially, because I have quite a few things. Bam, 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 bam. Didn't have to cut me off. Raindrops on roses, 
and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. We just mittens, did 30 minutes just basically shitting on Don Blanks. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, I'll take that all day. I will, I'll we barely to, discussed Avengers. I'll do, well, we're going. To, we're doing favorite things uh, now. I got you. I'll devote the rest of my life to shitting on Don Blankenship. Oh, God. I, I would dev- devote the rest of my life to actually shitting on Don Blankenship. Oh, like I'd be walking around with b- bran flakes all the time. I gotta get this shit up. <laughs> just eating burritos. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck are you eating so much Mexican? Like, Why do you keep drinking I have milk? To keep shitting. Why do you keep drinking milk? You and on the treadmill, you're drinking the milk. It's really fucking hot in here. <laughs> I gotta get that spoiled milk shit to get all over it. <laughs> okay, favorite things. I think we all know what uh, what we're going to talk about here for the next hour or so. Propecia. No. Mm-hmm. Um, Strawberry rhubarb pie. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Gooseberry uh, cobbler. Snozberries. <laughs> Who ever heard of Fucking a Avenger, Avengers of Infinity War. That's what we're... That's Avengers the, 3. Spoiler alert. Just so everybody knows. We're going to talk about plot points and things that happened and people that died and cool things. And So if you don't want that, maybe go see the fucking movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I avoided them for two, a week before I went and saw it. So. Um, it was great. It was... Everything you wanted it to be, and even more. It was even uh, if it wasn't great. Just that it was coherent, having that many fucking characters in it, is a fucking monumental yeah. Literally, it li- there was literally like no extras. There was little, you know, yeah, yeah. You notice that the only extras were the people in the city. Whenever uh, well, the, and the Wakandans, like the some of the other, the Wakandans, the not yeah. you know, not involved warriors. The, everybody else was like a major player, and I, I had to stop myself from clapping at least three times. I mean, because nobody else was doing it. I'm just like, ah, no. Okay, so like when Captain America showed up, that was awesome. Yeah, it was because you could see, <laughs> you could see him, his silhouette. silhouette when the train was going like, by. Oh, <laughs> there's a cap! Jesus Christ! It's like the Patton Oswalt where his dogs get ready to go take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting really good. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the opening, the close. It was interesting the entire way. It was fun. It, the opening was great. Um, honestly, I can't it was remember. half an hour long before they ever ran the credits. It was. It was. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it was the destruction of the Asgardians. Yep, and then it, bodies everywhere. Yeah, it was. It, that was a rough one. The death of Loki. Holy Another shit! Another one. Brutal. I mean, picked Split. him up and snapped that motherfucker's neck. Yeah, dropped him. Just put the squeeze on him. Um, Even if you were the fact that Loki went out a hero at the end, I like that. I mean, he he was really trying to get at him and almost got him. He had the knife right there, and, and you know, just thought he was a little bit quicker than he is. Well, he he is a god, and he is a <laughs> part, he's part frost giant, so he was going to be fast. It's just Thanos is. I don't know what kind of people they were breeding on Titan, <laughs> but those motherfuckers are tough. He is a Titan. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll give him yeah. that. I mean, none of that was enhancement. He was, I don't know if it's because he had a couple of stones already. How much much do you think he can deadlift? I don't know. All of it. (laughs) (laughs) If they can keep chucking out the weights, he'll keep picking it up. That would be an endless version of the fucking World's Strongest Man where they keep stacking weights on the car, trying to get where they can't lift it anymore to to get him out. He's never going to be out. (laughs) You got Superman over there? Fuck. What kind of supplements is this motherfucker? Jesus Christ. 
Jesus, come on. And Jesus is over there. I'm tapping out. I can Hulk get- has got that last one up and his legs are shaking. The bar breaks on <laughs> yeah. him. And like, Fuck. Thanos. Thanos just picks up both ends. Yeah, of the he bar. beat the Hulk's ass. Yeah, he bad. Him up. It was a squash. <laughs> match. At first, it was a road warrior squash match. At first, it was the road warriors coming down and facing the Mulkies. Mm-hmm. The Hulk was beating his fucking head in, and then the next thing, and that's what I loved. We needed that moment, but nobody in the theater thought that was going to last. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> at least they shouldn't have. The little kids probably did. Yeah, there's Hulk. Oh no, you know. <laughs> we 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 still got two and a half hours left. You know. Um, <laughs> God damn. Uh, that, like I was saying, when he said he Hulk actually said, "Ow!" He actually cut him and he hurt him. Yeah, Hulk has never really been hurt. I mean, you think he, it was a blade job, or you think that was a real cut? You got it, you got him the hard way. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm making wrestling reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't see any uh, green blood come pouring. Yeah. <laughs> the hard way. He didn't, he didn't accidentally. Yeah, or on purpose. Like Brock Lesnar lately has been elbowing people in the head on purpose. Get get on the blood. Yeah, I mean it's planned, but. What do they call it? Sprouting the crimson flower or donning the crimson mask? That's it. Whatever. Yeah. I like mine better. I mean, that's fine too. But that sounds more like a uh, a period reference. Should have got uh, yeah. yeah. Should have got Ric Flair in there to face him. Do that come back? I think that if the Infinity War is going to happen, they need to bring out everybody. That's everybody's going to get a pop for. If Disney buys the WWE, you can guarantee <laughs> Flair's going to run it out. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> CGI to be eighties Flair. It's eighties Flair. It's eighties Flair. <laughs> oh, and Arn and Oli and everybody He'll get him in totally. the figure four for a second. <laughs> then they should reverse it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to have those moments where you think you're winning, and then he's 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 actually yeah, winning. You got to have the hope spot. By the way, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, Spider-Man, Star-Lord, Manus, and, and uh, Iron Man really put it on him on Titan there. I mean, they actually gave him a run for they his money. Him. Yeah. Yeah, they really did they have had him. him. Star-Lord fucked that whole thing up. Yeah, the, his human side. He's responsible for everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they're going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a meeting. Stark is going to be pissed off. He as well he should. He's gonna grab him and sling him with his wall and say, "We had it, we had it." And you could all you had to do was control yourself for a second. Although it should be noted that the reason he lost his temper killed the love of his life. Yeah, he killed his own daughter. He, yeah, or who he considered his daughter. Yeah, but that he really did love her, or else there would have yeah. been no sacrifice. But fucking. Everything about it every, from beginning to end, it was a lot of fun. It was stupid. I enjoyed it. I didn't think any of it was stupid. I mean, you know, stupid action, like sort of the way like uh, John Wick is stupid. Like it's just ridiculous. Okay, that's fair. John Wick, some parts, yeah. Awesome. Just completely awesome, but just ridiculous. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, it was. It had some John Wick moments where it was just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was. Again, everything it should have been, and and that end, that fucking horrible gut buster of a fucking end. I was like, "Holy <laughs> fucking shit! This is all the things." This, this, end, this is this is after credits. This is no, no, no. I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about Thanos going out, sitting on the porch, considering what he's done and grinning, yeah, or smirking. What's going to happen? I predict is that the end. Of that is going to be the end of the next movie. Only you're going to see why that's the end. Uh, it's going to go back in time. It's going to show you all the things you didn't see, but all the behind the scenes stuff with Thanos, 
and it's gonna, but it's gonna leave it until the very end until you realize that he's not a villain. It's gonna be one of those again, usual suspect moments. Oh, you know, one of those. I mean, and you really have to work hard to get those nowadays because they've been doing that for so long. People can see that shit coming. And Mike Shawman killed it for everybody. I mean, yeah. even though he apparently really pulled one with, uh, with uh, what is it, Split? Split. Or, it's yeah. real good. People were like. It's real good. Nobody knew. They were like, it's unbreakable. It's unbreakable. <laughs> yeah, and they're, <laughs> yeah. They're, they were a, losing it. There's a movie coming out called Glass. Yeah, it's it's uh, Samuel Jackson's character. By the way, uh, that is the it was the saddest and best ending for fucking Nick Fury. Oh, this motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> <And he fades laughs> turned away. into a pile of dust. It basically turns into the Rapture. Basically, at yes. At the end of the movie, like uh, the the post credit scene. Yeah. Uh, the fucking a car comes careening at him, and we've seen a car come careening at him before in other movies. Right, and some shit went down. Then he like, there's nobody. Winter Soldier, I think so, dude. That that scene of Winter Soldier. Let's just discuss all Marvel, Marvel movies, let's and we'll, we'll discuss this. Winter Soldier is a spy movie. It is a James Bond movie. That's what it is. Only it has a little bit more super in it. You know, some you know, some of those James Bond movies are whew, they really go for it. But, Never watched one. Uh, there's some. Good ones. I don't care for the new ones so much because they've left the camp behind. They, know, uh, Daniel Craig is great. But our associate, uh, Matt Shelton's a big fan of him. He is likes, he? He likes... Uh, He's a big Bond. Ian Fleming guy. Huh? He's a big Bond guy. Loves Bond. I like Bond. I, and when I was a kid, I really liked Bond. I was a huge James Bond fan. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, I just... My ta- I grew up, my taste changed. You know, I'm not saying you have to be... Infantile to you're, love James you're Bond. Saying, what, but you're saying Matt Shelton is infantile. He's a baby. I'm definitely saying that. You're saying he's a titty baby. <laughs> saying he's a wah wah. He's a wah wah. He's, <laughs> he's a real melancholy. He's a real diaper. A real chihuahua. <laughs> he's a real diaper shitter. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's a real shit stir. Yep. Stirs his own shit. Yeah, he just sits there and plays on his own shit. We're getting a little bit off track here. <laughs> But I'm having fun. So. It's one of our favorite things this week, bashing Matt Shelton. It's fun. But, uh, <laughs> and, of course, everybody knows the only way he can come is if we say his name on this podcast, so he's going to get off a little bit at least. Oh, he's getting off a lot today. He's going to paint the walls. He's going to have a young Matt Shelton. He already has one of those. Yeah. It's eerie. Another one. It's eerie. I know. It looks just, just like it. It's weird. Yeah. I think he's a little bit bigger, though. He is. He's yeah. a big, tall kid. Good looking boy. Now you're, now you're getting weird. No, I'm saying he's a good-looking kid. You're he's a, a pedophile is what you are. Oh, uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Can never get away with that one. <laughs> but anyway. I knew that was a say. It's one of those, one of those Brian Regan moments where I just wanted to stuff the words back down. The food. <laughs> just, hey, what did that baby do? What did that baby do? Just want to put the words in a shotgun and blast <laughs> them back in your mouth. <laughs> um. The movie was awesome. Like the when they introduced the Guardians, I didn't think they introduced them so soon, but they one hundred percent just put them right out there. It was hilarious whenever they pull fucking they pull fucking Thor yeah, back like, in. And like, what's this dude like? Uh, Peter or Star Lord says, uh, "What's what's wrong with this dude?" And Drax goes, "This is not a dude. You are a dude. This is, is a, a handsome, muscular man. Looks like a pirate and an angel had a child." <laughs> <laughs> his muscles are like <laughs> all right stop feeling his muscles okay. like, you're a sandwich away from being fat <laughs> <laughs> they i think of all the ensemble casts as much as they they're all good together i mean there's not a 
but they are definitely the best one together. They who knew David Batista would be the funniest? He's fucking great, he's dude. Hilarious. I'm sad he's gone. I'm sad they dude. killed him off. I mean, he will be coming back. He has to. Yeah, he's just because he still has to find out that Gamora was his daughter. So it's what I think might. That's hap- a spoiler. That I what I think might that. happen is that. All this stuff happened for a reason. He's going to put things back, put things back right the way they ought to have been. He's going to send her back to her planet, bring her people back to life. Drax is going to be there. It's going to be that end cut scene, end scene where he, where they're standing around as a family, and they walk in, walk hand in hand off into the, into the sunset. That's the best thing that can happen. And then you know, you have to have those bittersweet moments where those things happen. Well, this is the. The first superhero movie that I've seen where the bad guy wins at the end, essentially. Yeah, he. I know there's even though Thor came back. Let's talk about when Thor came back. Oh God damn, that was great. Well, let's also talk about the fact that Peter Dinklage playing a dwarf was three times as big as everybody else on the screen. Bigger than the Hulk. I know it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like that's a dwarf. Oh, I get it. I see what they're doing. (laughs) Visual joke. Dwarfs. I'm sure. And I I wonder if Peter Dinklage is on that one. You know what we should do? We should make him bigger than everybody else. (laughs) Finally, everybody was like, "Yeah." (laughs) I can see this movie being what sometimes committed things are the worst things that possible the the whole edge comes off of it. Now, when you get a guy like john favreau james gunn all these guys you sit them sit them down in a in a fucking room great things are going to happen because they all are creative and and savvy enough to know when something works right then and when it doesn't if something's kind of off with that they're like eh, don't work but here's this and the other guys go yeah that you know that works even better you know it's they're all so good like you know, you know what one of the coolest things about all those movies is the Stark Tech when he just starts unveiling shit that he never had before. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be a little bit more interaction between Stark and the girl from Wakanda, the Black Panther's sister. Yeah, I, I, that's she got wiped out too, didn't she? She got. I'm not did sure. She got taken. I'm not sure, but it seems like the Black Panther did. Yeah. yeah, I thought there would be some uproar over that. Oh, you can't let the black guy hang around to the end to beat Thanos. No, for one thing, he's not capable of beating Thanos. If Thor can't beat him, he can't beat him. He's just a guy in a suit. You have to bring somebody out who can beat this guy, and it ain't Thor. As Thor, as close as Thor came, Thor actually did have him beat at the end, but then he just went and it was over. Just had to snap his little fingers. Yeah. I mean, they might have to do a cross thing with DC and bring see. Superman over, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, I would walk out of the fucking theater. Would you? Yes. Well, if they brought Christopher Reeves in as Superman. Or uh, <laughs> Dean Kane. They bring Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> God. I think I'd probably just shoot myself. <laughs> really? What the? Morgan marching up to the projection room to beat the shit out of the projectionist. How the fuck? You, did you, you've shown this three times today, and you showed this shit to me? <laughs> I didn't know who you are. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. Uh, I, had a, I had a good time, and it was, um, it was a lot. But okay, the Infinity Gauntlet Wikipedia. The Infinity Gauntlet is American combo book. As a main piece of a crossover event. Okay, there's the original cover. Classic uh, fucking iconic cover, actually, by, um, George, by <laughs> George Perez. George Perez was actually one of the finest Marvel comic artists. Um, at the start of the Infinity Gauntlet, the, the alien Nihilus Thanos has collected the six Infinity Gems and tasked into his gauntlet. With the combined power, he becomes like a god and sets out to win the affection of Mistress Death. 
the living embodiment of death in the Marvel Universe. When Thanos uses his powers to kill half of the living beings in the universe, Adam Warlock leads Earth's remaining heroes against him. After the Infinity Gauntlet is stolen by Thanos' villainous granddaughter Nebula, he aids the remaining heroes in defeating her. So that's Warlock ultimately obtains the Infinity Gauntlet and uses power to undo, undo the death and destruction caused by Thanos. Okay. Um, there's actually the Infinity War that might be all right. Plot summary. Because when hero Adam Warlock takes possession of the artifact known as the Infinity Gauntlet, he expels the good and evil aspects of his being to become a totally logical being who can therefore use the gauntlet wisely. So he's data. Dispassionate. To, yeah. to be able to make... Spock. Yeah. This act recreates his evil persona at an old foe, the Magus, who desires universal conquest and revenge against Warlock Paul and Haggis. the Titan Thanos. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> Paul Lynn. No. Oh, Paul Lynn. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm beating the universe, babe. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Thanos. Have you ever noticed Dennis Miller sounds a lot like Paul Lynn? You ever seen uh, Dana Carvey? That's one of my favorite yes. things. Do. <laughs> Fuck Dennis Miller. <laughs> God, I love that. God damn it. Yeah, dude. Um, Seems to me like they could get two more movies out of this. This far gonna as be one like, everybody being together. Here's what I was wanting to happen, but this isn't gonna happen because nobody will know who these characters are. It wouldn't make any difference. Um, after investigating the energy of the containment units, Thanos discovers the Magus and returns to warn Warlock. Thanos is actually a good guy in the Infinity War. Um, Galactus and several of Earth's heroes all investigate and then attempt to revive Eternity, as the entity will be required to petition the Living Tribunal, who has decreed that the Infinity Gems can no longer be used in unison in the Earth 616 universe. It's a multi-universe thing. Um, actually, all of the what happens is all of the massive cosmic beings line up in front of Thanos. You're talking the, the embodiment, even the, at the end, the embodiment of death lines up in front of him. Um, Eternity, who is just the universe. That's all it is. Um, Ego, the living planet. The Stranger. Um, the Living Tribunal. All the Celestials, who are the, the agents of the destruction of the Living Tribunal. Terry Funk. God, I wish. As, Thanos, I'm going to kick as, your ass. As Chainsaw Charlie. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> um, and, they, and then Thanos beats all them. The... What, was this in a Texas death match? Because I think I think Terry Funk it was, pulled something. No, that's, there's too far too many people for Texas death match. It is a it bunkhouse. It's a bunkhouse bunk stampede. stampede. Everybody's wearing jeans and cowboy boots. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it a two ring bunkhouse stampede? It's ten rings. Ten rings. Oh Jesus! You need one ring for the relevant tribunal by himself. <laughs> Thanos is running around him. <laughs> Thanos doesn't even take a bump the entire time. He doesn't no. sell for anybody. No. He doesn't sell. <laughs> he doesn't sell for anything. He's eighties road warriors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you could hit him, but they you just had to ab- shoot him. They, they just, just absorb it. Take a bump. But like I said, that that's the way they're they're ending it. I predict, like I said, they would. Thanos walking out onto that porch and sitting down, looking out, out over. They didn't really show you what he was looking at, because what he's looking at is the end game. He had a. It's good to have land look on his face. <laughs> He's he's in a white suit, lemonade, rocking his wicker rocking land. Just like the Colonel. (laughs) That's one of Stewie's best bits. One of the best. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah, I I look forward to it. These these movies are fun. Um, 
I was expecting Cap to take the bullet this time. I was expecting Cap to die too, as a matter of fact. Uh, but somebody informed me that wasn't so. Um, even though some of my friends, pseudo friends, Rob Phillips, sent me a text saying, I can't believe Captain America's dead. That motherfucker. <laughs> That's both hilarious and terrible. <sighs> um, I actually thought that uh, that Tony was going to die in this one. When he, when he stabbed him, I thought, that's it. He's done. That's it, too. But, you know, that's the best part. See, they did something that that uh, Harrison Ford has suggested that they do in the beginning of um, The Return of the Jedi. He didn't want to play Han Solo anymore, and he knew how bad Return of the Jedi was. So he said, why don't you guys just kill me off in the beginning? It'd be awesome. <laughs> and I don't have to come back. And mm. It'd be great. He said it'll ramp up. And he's right. It ramps up the tension. You don't know who's safe. You don't know who's next. It's the Game of Thrones paradigm where you kill somebody and you're like, holy fuck, how could you kill them? And then nobody's safe ever again. Because the, the Ned Stark paradigm. The even. people that never read the books at the end of season one of Game of Thrones were like, this guy's the main character. We're going to see this guy Absolutely. all the way through the mm-hmm. end. We thought he was. Um, even though anybody reading it at, at any point, and I'm talking reading the book, but reading the show should have seen that coming. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's just like the Rick in uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, he, he's he's never should have died fifty times. He should have died. Yeah, if they really wanted to. Didn't get, Coral did? Coral? Yeah, Coral. Yeah, he died. Coral. But I wasn't mean, he a shit? Like, and then he got died. He got. Then killed. he started getting good. Yeah, like he started to be good. Like he was a little shit. I mean, he's yeah. a little kid. Well, and he saw the destruction of all mankind. <laughs> You're going to be have a bit. That's going to tweak it. You're gonna have a bit of a toot. <laughs> but I mean, if they really wanted to. If they really wanted to bring that show back to what it was, because it was great. And sometimes it still is great. Most of the time, it's just eh. But uh, if they really wanted it to be great, they'd kill off uh, Rick, and they'd kill off uh, the guy with the crossbow. Not Daryl. Even, yeah, not even an integral character. He wasn't even in the comics. No. People just liked him. They'd kill them off. He's okay. I mean. He's fine sometimes. Yeah. I like his brother better, Merle. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody Michael Rooker plays is yeah. great. I'll take Even my- that racist from Mississippi Burning. Yeah. When he got his balls crushed by fucking Gene Hackman. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. He's great in that. Never seen that. It's pretty good. I liked him in everything. He was good in uh, Eight Men Out. Playing old Chick Gandle. He was, uh, I mean, good in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Fuck yeah. Yondu. So, but- what I love about the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, too, is... Those people grew up reading Marvel comics. If you haven't noticed, there is a decidedly 70s and 80s bent to those movies. <laughs> Shit, the music. The music, the graphics, even though they're modern, they somehow manage to be 70s graphics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some of the costumes are rather 70s looking. Doctor Strange is fucking cape. I'm fucking come on. He looks got like the big thing, you know. <laughs> he looks like a 70s pimp. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> um, I liked how. I thought, you know, I wasn't a big fan, and I bought it, of course, because I thought it was going to be, I thought I'd like it more than I did. I wasn't a huge fan of the Doctor Strange movie. I thought it was good, not great. I thought it was good. I, I definitely thought it was good. I, sp- I thought, especially the outsmarting Dormammu thing at the end, saying, you're, you're going to have to kill me for eternity. And indeed, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said, well, he killed him a, a bunch of times. Okie dokie. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess I'll let you out of it. There's no way out, you know. But being a, a, a you know. The thing about that story is with Thanos, even Thanos is even flying in the face of of creatures like that who are that powerful. Because those are, he's one of the creatures that lines up against Thanos in the comic book. Dormammu is, and he just fucking shuts them all down. 
the devil, Mephisto, basically, this cosmic devil character who's supposedly the font of all evil in the galaxy. He beats him. Beats and and handily. It's not like there's even a contest. Like there's a flash, then all of them are like tied up and shit. Like what the fuck is that? All I get <laughs> <laughs> one big splash page, and that's it. There was actually one graphic though where he's like his gauntlet. He's pointing at him. Let me see if I can conjure that up. Conjure it. I mean, are you gonna like double double toil and trouble or something? I am indeed, sir. I mean, there's Google. You can Google it. I have to conjure. Whatever. Are you a warlock? I like how they kept referring to Doctor Strange as a wizard. <laughs> Him and his buddy, the uh, 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 what do you what do you call? Hey, kid, the wizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever Spider Man and um, Doctor Strange are introduced, uh, Spider Man walks up. Hi, Peter. Is Doctor Strange? Oh, we're using our made up names. Oh, <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things. But his name is Doctor Strange. <laughs> well, here here he is with all the cosmic creatures lined up in front of him. Yeah. Galactus. I see Galactus. I see Order and Chaos. I see uh, The Stranger. I see Infinity. I see uh, Celestial. I see her. I see there's so many. And standing with Thanos right there is Mephisto, who actually, the only reason he did that is so he could try to get the gauntlet himself. Um, let me see if I can find the cover. It's an iconic cover, actually. I just, it, it it was even, I mean, the action was good and fun and everything really made sense. And it was even funny in some parts. I just think it's in, in order to, to make a movie that big with so many fucking characters comprehensible. Do you have, I mean, you're absolutely, fucking, you're absolutely correct. Um, yes, me. I mean, they couldn't even do that with, uh, with like if they did an hour gang and uh, fat Albert crossover. <laughs> you know, uh, with the three stooges thrown in, <laughs> all those old things you used to watch as a kid that were after cartoons. Honestly, like, whip, whip, whip. the uh, the uh, whenever uh, Urkel showed up on Full House, that seemed more convoluted than this. Was movie. he? On, did he show up in Full House? Yeah, he, oh, he parachuted fuck. and landed in their backyard. Ah, shit! God, that <laughs> somehow he parachuted bums, all the way from Chicago to fucking San Francisco. Bums me out. It should bum you out. It's like the Jetsons with the Flintstones. Actually, I heard a very terrible theory about that, though. Oh, that um, they're actually living in the same timeline. That the Flintstones are part of a post-apocalyptic world where everything's becoming the Stone Age, and the uh -huh. Jetsons are living in cities above above them in the clouds. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> it is. It's kind of. But awesome you have to deal theory. with that terrible Jetsons Flintstones movie because Hanna Barbera. If you hadn't heard from, you're not a fan. You're <laughs> well, I mean, if you hadn't heard from anyone, you like Snagglepuss. <laughs> no, I like all the old the old ones. I like I liked. Uh, I didn't like Miguel Aguero. I liked. Uh, Especially Huckleberry Hound, Snagglepuss, uh, Wally Gator was pretty good. So you like the early stuff, the the '60s stuff, the early '60s stuff. So like the Rolling Stones, you're a bigger fan of their '60s and '70s, and then once they got to the '80s, yeah, they just kind of crapped out. And like you knew Mick Jagger. I mean, once they came along with Jabberjaw, I think it was pretty much over. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you gonna? I do? I mean, they, they found the formula with Scooby Doo, and they would just keep spinning that. We're one Scooby Doo. Yeah, we mysteries. got away with it. You, yeah, okay. <laughs> jab, 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 jab. We get it. <laughs> One of the funniest is uh, C Lab twenty twenty one. That's fun. fantastic! Oh yeah. God, it's great. You know what they did with that? They just took like an old sort of anime show and just redubbed uh, comedy over it. No, it's an old Hanna Barbera cartoon. It's C Lab twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what they did. They just mm -hmm. took it. And they did that with a couple. Actually, they did that. 
they did it kind of with Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Um, Goat, Space Ghost. I, I watched so many episodes. Of, they're 15 minutes long. So I sat down and watched like 10 hours of Harvey Birdman one time, <laughs> laughing my ass off. I mean, uh, the Blue Falcon is like his, his his competition, and he's like very suave and all that shit, and just drives him crazy because they're essentially the same fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Blue Falcon had a had another Scooby Doo with like, Dino Mutt was his name and his shit, you know. Hey, you know who looked great in that movie in the Infinity War? Who? Um, uh, Everybody. Pepper yeah. Potts. What's her name? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she actually looks sexy in that movie. Yeah, but you, you get the teeth whitening it on, on the close up was <laughs> pretty labored. <laughs> I was like, she likes an occasional smoke and a, oh, and a cup yeah. of coffee. Look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course she does. She's probably under a lot of stress telling people all kinds of weird lies about health. Well, and she's probably under a lot of stress being, just being a sudden second banana to uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, who saw that coming in 1993? <laughs> <laughs> this Downey Jr. kid's on the way down. Stock was, is I th- down. I think that his stock was actually, as at, at one point... He is the biggest stock market rally in history. Oh, God. He was washing dishes at a fucking pizza hut or some shit. Isn't that true? Like, he was, at I, one point, he had gotten that bad. I'm not sure. That he got out of jail and didn't have anything and was just like, I'm going to do what I got to do. And, and it wasn't like he, pro- he probably didn't make shitloads of money in the movies in the 80s. I don't know how I much think, they, no, dude, he probably he was, did well. He was becoming a leading man. His brilliance was never in doubt. I mean, he did Chaplin early. He's only that was, five, probably. I think that's one of the things that started the skid. Because Chaplin was a very troubled human being. And getting into his head... Do you think he's method? Yes, I think he's extremely method. But the best part about Tony Stark is, he is Tony Stark. Sort of there is, is yeah. no reason to ever get into that method. Other than the fact that maybe it made him a better person because Tony is so heroic. At the same time being so narcissistic. You know what yeah. I mean? He's both selfless and selfish in equal measure. That's what makes that character... I think that Iron Man, fittingly enough, is... Because he's the first Marvel character. That's the first movie they made in the in the entire franchise. I thought Hulk was the first. Mm-mm. Hulk, the one with Eric ba- Banna, was before Iron Man, but not the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man was before the Incredible Hulk. Okay. The Incredible Hulk was one with uh, Liv Tyler and yeah. and Ed Norton, I which is canon. That is part. They do. They have talked about that a couple of times. They try to pretend that movie didn't happen. It was good. I don't understand why. Oh, it it's great, but Ed Norton was such a prick about it that they, they had to wipe him out and put a new guy in, which I think Mark Ruffalo is... I don't know, though. A lot, they, get, you get Ed Norton on that screen with them, with with some Ed of that Norton stuff. Is, I, is an exceptional actor. Yes, he is. He's, he, really he's more than exceptional. But do I think he could pull off... Do I think it is a blessing in disguise that he was so difficult to work with when it came to the whole thing? Yes. Because I think that Mark Ruffalo brings, uh, um, is able to bring a much more goofy... Uh, uh, vulnerability to the whole thing. You don't, Almost, you don't think Edward Norton can be goofy and vulnerable? I, Sir, have you never seen Death to Smoochie? No, I, I, I do, <laughs> but I think that Mark Ruffalo brings it in a, in, a, in a way that is more fitting to those movies. He is more of an everyman. Yes, and the rumpled suit and the you know the he's a bit of a dipshit, but yeah, he's also really smart. He's I love on Avengers where they're talking about him and Tony Stark. That that first Avengers movie. Can we talk about how good that fucking movie is? I've, I haven't seen it in quite a while. It's so good. I'd like I mean, to watch it again. But here's the worst part, the best and worst part about the Marvel Universe. The movies have gotten so much better every time they've come out that the old ones are even almost painful to watch. You know what I mean? Like the first Iron Man, as much as I love it, even the second Iron Man, they're great. But it's small potatoes compared to what's going on with the rest of this shit. 
Oh, you're just fighting one guy to take over your company? Fuck that. We're taking on a guy who wants to kill half of half of life in the universe. You see what I'm, you see yeah. what I'm getting at? And uh, that's every... And they up that ante almost every time. Now, the single movies, the best ones, uh, I, it's a toss between Iron Man and Captain America. The first Captain America movie is an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I like it a lot. Winter Soldier is, besides, we've discussed this before, besides the Dark Knight movies, is probably the best comic book movie. I mean, it's 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 completely well done. It's it, it, it's it's. Spot on perfect with everything it does. It's it's understated. It's it's a spy movie, but it's big when it has to be and small when it has to be. And it's got so much good characterizations. Fucking Samuel Jackson running from those fake cops and they're hitting the side of the thing and you know, and he's trying to get away and he's got that gun and he's being a total badass Nick Fury, even while he's hurt. That's what makes him awesome, you know. And um there is one thing This is a non sequitur But it's not The thing he was using To call Captain Marvel She's out in the universe Somewhere too That is an old device That was given to him So she's been out somewhere She's man. been out somewhere She's she's either a Kree I think she might be a Kree Or she's uh, Do you know who the Kree are? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember Thor, Thor the Dark World? Yes Ronan the Accuser? Yes He's a Kree there are white Cree and blue Cree. White Cree are look pretty much just like us. Blue Cree are blue skin, like running the accuser. I just like that they got somebody hot as the sun to play Kevin. Yeah, and I think she's going to be really great. She's really I, I think that it's going to be she is going to be instrumental in the destruction of Thanos. But I would like to see, I would like to see him be a pushover in that. I would like to see her have to enlist other people to help her win the fight because he is beating everyone with ease. There was not one part, even though I love the it fact that like Superman they're, coming back in, in the Avengers movie, or not the Avengers The only the good Justice part League. of that fucking movie was when Superman came back. I liked both beating movie. the shit out of the Justice League and beating the shit out of Steppenwolf. <laughs> oh, yeah. the bang! It's the guy, you know. It's like when your big brother would show up for the bully. Like, yeah. <laughs> ah, they turns around and there's you standing there. Ah, <laughs> I mean, that. there is nothing. DC is so far in the hole. Compared to these movies, they will never climb out. Not until should, there's another. They should have never tried to compete. They should have just made their own movies. I think they should have tried to compete, making their own movies. If, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, but they should have. Not, they shouldn't have tried to do the same thing because they're trying to do the exact same thing. I don't know if that's true. They haven't used the seventy soundtrack. They haven't used. They've tried to go their own way, but it's just so less appealing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. Name me a name me a if you if anybody can tell me they had more fun watching the Justice League as opposed to Guardians of the Galaxy two from fucking go when they're in that fucking Camaro driving down the road and um, Brandy by fucking looking glass comes on and says Missouri nineteen eighty that movie was perfect right from go I mean it, and it never dropped it I mean as well after the was that before or after the credits. That was before the credits. After, oh, that's right. During the credits is it was the Groot. dance. Groot, yeah. Groot dancing. And even people, Fucking my, Groot my was mom amazing in this loves movie. that. <laughs> yeah, he was. Sacrifice an arm so he could have a fucking. So uh, he have a handle for yeah, the axe awesome. slash hammer. Which, by the way, I think the, the hacks, hand- is it a hacks or an hammer? It's it's whatever, a, whatever Thor's new weapon. It's is. a war axe of some kind. Like, And that's actually from the comic, too. They actually have a 
he me on here did get broken and he had to get stormbreaker but the best thing about Groot is he's a teenager now yeah and he just completely not t- paid attention to anything playing like a weird old football but they could game. but they couldn't have him had see what they did was if you notice he couldn't have a smartphone because they're not on earth with that kind of technology yeah they have no idea what's going so on so they it, to make him look like a teenager they gave him a handheld game yeah, just you know, like, it's just like a smartphone. It's completely absorbed because of his time and his thumbs are going. I thought that was brilliant. I was like, he's being a teenager, and they had that discussion. I guarantee they had that discussion. Well, he should have a smartphone. And they're like, wait a second. The most advanced technology Peter Quill has ever seen is that fucking Zoom. Yeah. And he had no idea <laughs> yeah. what was going on. I was like, you, you can a hold a thousand songs. You can hold a thousand. Well, these things must be like a million dollars a piece. And they're giving those fucking things away. Yeah, I mean, no, you, he gives a fuck about. You a couldn't zoom. even take me to get me to take a zoom. Maybe no, a, no may, thank you. Maybe it's a novelty piece now. Like, look at this fucking shit. Yeah, what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But they knew they had that discussion. And they're like, well, no, he's not seen that. Oh, no, we can't do that. Well, he, Peter, Quinn. how about a game? Like, how about it? You know, they're like, yeah, well, that'll work. Football games. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, no, it's like a space evaders game. Yeah. So I thought that was brilliant. I, I know. I know. I'd be willing to bet you dollars to donuts that they had that fucking conversation. I guarantee it. And, um, uh, yeah, just so many things. Every scene he's fu- playing with it until he starts fighting. He yeah. Just decides he wants to join in the fight. Well, I mean, I think after he saw. The thing with Thor, we thought Thor was dead, and he, you know, and they, and he said, "I need a hammer, I need a handle, I need a handle." He's running around, and then he just said, "Well, it's it's down to it. I got to help." So he he helped, and from then on, he was in. It's completely checked out. The rest of it, not looking at anything (laughs) that's going on. Yeah, but you're right. When (laughs) when uh, the Avengers were getting beaten by the forces of Thanos, I mean, they were getting beaten badly. They were. They had a couple bright spots, but it was it was not going their way. And all of a sudden, here just comes Thor on the fucking Bifrost with fucking <laughs> with rocket, rocket on his back. On his back it was hilarious. If, if we had been a packed theater <laughs> opening night, I would have been like, yeah, because <laughs> um, I Start mean, chanting USA. Yeah. Homer Simpson beating on the horn. <laughs> God damn it! That was a pretty fun movie. Anyway, I want to uh, say my favorite thing of the week: Cobra Kai. Yeah, it is fucking phenomenal. Um, it essentially just forgets that the second th- uh, three, the well, actually, if you count the original universe, there's only three. So the next Karate Kid doesn't count. Well, no, the next Karate Kid counts, but it's it's not. It's but it's different. But, uh, Daniel Larusso is not in it. I mean, yeah. Hillary Swank plays. Who who thought who would have known such a brilliant actress would start so such a shitty movie? I mean, I she actually started on Melrose Place. Probably, mm-hmm. I thought that movie was fine whenever I was fourteen or whenever it came out. The next Karate Kid. I didn't hate it's it. Not, it's not. It's see, a, that's the thing. It's not a terrible movie, but you can. There is such a thing where the original series is so iconic. If you're trying to build anything without a marked division. Between like let's talk about marked divisions in 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 a, in a universe, Rocky movies and Creed. Yeah, you acknowledge the fact that he fought the Russian, all that stuff, but you never show it. And there has to be a marked difference. There has to be a marked measure Here's of time. Here's the fun thing in yeah. the new Creed movie that's coming out. Guess who he fights? A Russian. Ivan Drago's son. That'll be awesome. It will be because he killed his dad. Yeah, and they'll have to get into that. And you, and uh, what's his face? I guarantee he'll be it, be in it. Um, the guy that played Ivan Drago, Michael B. Jordan. No, uh, did you ever see that? I, I'm not trying to get off the subject, but did you ever? Well, speaking of eighties things, during around the time of Universal Soldier with Van Damme and um, and 
I can't think of the guy that played Ivan Drago's name either. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. What is Swedish, that? Swedish. Uh, Big fucker. Uh, Dolph what? Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Did you ever see the, the red carpet fight they got into? No. I don't know if it was real. It looked real. Like, Dolph Lundgren was going to kill John Godman and could. Dolph Lundgren was actually a skilled martial artist and, and much larger. Oh, yeah. And much stronger. So, and Van Damme was so coked up at that point that it was, you know. Van Damme did coke, huh? He liked the booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, He liked the wow powder. The, uh, the, the wowder. <laughs> Cobra Kai, it's, it's, it's on YouTube Red, so you have yeah. to the first two episodes are free on regular YouTube, and then you get like a free trial for thirty days. I I got the free trial and binged right through it, and then canceled the fucking free trial. But it is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Johnny Lawrence is exactly how you thought he would turn out. Yeah. He drives a nineteen eighty six Pontiac Firebird. Neat. Paints all disheveled. Everything's kind of fucked up. I wish it was an IROC Z. Is what I wish. That's that's more on, that's more on the nose. Might be a little bit too on the nose. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But um, he's a little bit racist, a little bit sex, a lot sexist. Yeah. Um, it doesn't hold back. You have a mustache. It's, it's rated R. In the beginning of the movie, he has a beard, and he's like a handyman or some shit. Mm-hmm. Not movie. It's a shit show. Uh, he's like a handyman. Well, how did he be, his family was rich? How did he all of a sudden just Step lose dad? Oh, they, ex- they explain his backstory. Neat. Okay, that's awesome. Back. That's awesome. I like they that. They do a really good job of yeah. going back and like explaining. He never really had love. Nobody liked this kid except for John Kreese. And then John Kreese has only got use for you t- to a certain it point. It sounds like it's even there's moments that are poignant. Yeah, there okay. are. There's plenty of it. And and somehow, my favorite part of this is somehow Daniel LaRusso has parlayed <laughs> Winning a karate tournament in 1984 <laughs> into this fame in the same fucking Fernando Valley, <laughs> 32 or three years later, to where his gimmick is he, he owns multiple car dealerships. His gimmick is we kick the competition, and every and every every customer gets a free bonsai tree, and every every time fucking Johnny Johnny fucking uh, what's his last name Lawrence Lawrence turns around, he's here at a radio commercial for Johnny or Daniel Larusso's uh, luxury cars. He he gets stopped at a stoplight, and he sees a billboard for Daniel Larusso's luxury cars, and he's. Doing a little sidekick that says we kick the competition <laughs> everywhere he goes, everything he does. Ah, shit! And it's he's, well, he's watching an old shitty eighties movie, getting like pouring pouring whiskey into an RC cola yeah. can, <laughs> getting drunk watching watching Iron Fucking Eagle, I believe. And a commercial comes on here, Daniel Russo, <laughs> luxury auto. We kick the competition. Acura, Honda. <laughs> That's awesome. Everything that happens, Daniel Larusso is shitting on him without even knowing that he still exists. It is fantastic. <laughs> you and you develop sympathy for Johnny fucking Lawrence somehow. Well, I, I think they went into that in. The end of that movie well, the beginning and the beginning of the second one, beginning of because he two. handed him the trophy and he said, good fight. You deserve it. And it was a good sport. And that pissed John Kreese off so much <sighs> that he was beating him in the parking lot. And, that, and that's when Mr. Miyagi showed up and beat the shit out of John Kreese. Well, let him beat up and beat himself up. <laughs> he just I moved. hope they have a I hope they have a nice, bittersweet nod to Pat Morita, too. There is. Because 
he knew no karate. None. And he... But that was a very good role. Like, people don't... Through all the laughs and all the ridiculous shit that we know now and all that stuff, back then, karate was still pretty mysterious. And it, and if you had a black belt, you could beat anybody. All, we all know that's not true. No. You can beat anybody that doesn't know how to fight. But if you get in there with a boxer well, or a wrestler... you can beat anybody that doesn't have a good punch. Yeah. I'm I'm not a great fighter, but I've got a great left hook. If I land one of those oh, yeah. on a karate guy, he's finished. If you land one of those on Brock Lesnar, he might be finished. I don't never know. believe that. I mean, Brock that Lesnar's guy's got an iron fuck. He's got a mm. he's got a diamond chin. No, does he not? No. I thought he had a really good chin. He'll go down. He'll go down if you hit him. You'd be better off to him in the body because he had that. Uh, are you saying I'm going to fuck around and try to land I'm a just body saying. shot on Are you Brock gonna try to, I mean, I'm going to try to catch him in the temple. He's the one guy I think, I think you can you can beat. You might be able to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Is that goes back with the canon <laughs> that I can't beat anybody else up except Brock Lesnar? What a turn. <laughs> yeah, you have no chance. Brock Lesnar, he's going to shoot a double leg first thing. You have no chance. Oh, shit, no, hardly go. anybody that walks the faith. <laughs> Thanos might not have a chance. They could have they could have had Brock Lesnar playing Thanos. You'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks like him. <laughs> he kind of does. That big slope. Kind of slope shoulder, but powerful arm at the same time. He's just a big giant. Have you ever noticed? Have you ever man. noticed that the guys with the real square shoulders don't have a lot of power that way? He's got power somewhere. No, I'm saying like the bodybuilder guys and people, even people who aren't really in the know, can tell that usually. Like the Road Warriors weren't big like bodybuilders. They were big like powerlifters. Yeah, and. You could see a guy like Lex Luger, who's ripped up on myself, great body, Rick Rude. But when they would come to the ring, they had to they had to sell to the Road Warriors because there is no person of any credibility who would think that guy could beat up that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd be like, that guy's a fuck. That guy's big, but that guy's a fucking horse. He's an animal. Look at him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, anyway, the the funniest part of the movie is fucking. That Daniel's like somehow karate was such a big deal in 1983. <laughs> did they, did they poke, poke fun at that? That it's, or well, is it like kind of, uh, the people that work that work at Daniel's place? Like, oh, you're, uh, whenever, because Johnny has to go in there one time. Oh, God. I'm sure that was a great scene. It's a whole thing. I want you to watch this. Show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I, I found myself like getting like choked up at some points. But, but like, uh, anyway, he goes in there, goes to one of his dealerships one time and like, he introduces him to some guys. Is this the karate guy? Ooh, <laughs> like yeah. they, they sort of make fun of. Him yeah. <laughs> but there, but there's a lot of like moments in that you get a little bit like choked up, like because you remember because they take you back to to all the things that they had in that first movie, mm-hmm. Miyagi's place. The oh, they still have Miyagi's place. They go back to all the golfing stuff. They go back to everywhere. The high school. There's scenes in the high school. I'm pretty sure because the, the kids old, go to that high school, the old building where Daniel lived. Yeah. Really? It's still That's there. That's awesome. What about his mom? Is she in it? Yeah. Awesome. I have to see this. <laughs> Go to home and watch it this evening. It'll take you five hours. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, that, that that's what I did. I literally, I watched the first two episodes on Friday night, and I was like, man, that was really good, but I don't want to sign up for this. And then I found out there was a free 30-day trial the next day. I, signed up, I, I watched the first two episodes with my mom again because she wanted to see it because she was- What did she think? She used to love it whenever I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She'd watch it. She loved it. Mm-hmm. She thought it was hilarious. And I came home and I, and I signed. 
I signed up for it and I, wa- I watched it straight through see, uh, episode three through 10. And I do not regret it at all one bit. Uh, I wasted my Saturday. It was raining anyway. What the fuck, fuck was it. I going to do? Yeah. I had a great time and I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was, it's fucking good. I might go home and crate him up and do that. Do Take it. a big old shot of Kratom and just sit around do and watch. It. it is, it is, I, I guarantee you it will be worth your time. You know, we've been talking about this. One of my favorite things is. Fucking how do these parlay that people 30 years later? That's all, that's hilarious. Still talking is, about we were, Let's talk about creative people. The fact that these people know the thing. The fact that we were talking about, you know, you said when we were eating, I wonder if the. I don't know if you'd seen the credits where they said, I wonder if they had the director of the movies in there. The, the producers were the directors of the other movies. Yeah, John Favreau, the, James Gunn. The, bro- the brothers directed the movie, but I, but I was just it wondering. It was a collaborative effort. If everybody came yeah. in. And I don't know who directed. I know uh, Ralph Macchio and uh, Billy William, Zabka. Yeah. They were co-executive producers on Cobra Kai. You know, they were, they've been friends all their lives. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's because that's, they, they form those friendships. That's why I'm surprised Elizabeth Shue didn't come back. I, I want, I guess she didn't form friendships with them, but I'm just saying that, um, they might not have been able to afford her. This is like a sort of, she's a bit not of a done anything in a long time. But I mean, she, but she, need, she, she probably has, might not need to do it. She probably has fuck you money. Adventures in babysitting is a, still a big hit. People still love that movie. No, seriously. It's a, one of those cult. Have you watched it? Yeah, it's great. It's a lump of shit. It's great. No, it isn't. Shut your mouth. It's terrible. I love Elizabeth. Vincent D'Onofrio as Thor. <laughs> His name's Thor? The mechanic at the end. Oh, yeah. I don't remember all of the, it. The little girl loved Thor, the one who I ended up. That, have, you, have you seen that girl since she grew up? Yeah. She's a smoke show. Um, Elizabeth, she's fucking red hot still. Probably. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about that for a second. And I've been wanting to, get, wanting to show, sneak something. Another in. thing about that show is they're both still pining after her. So I guarantee she comes back in the next. I, I would hope she'll come back season two and not remember either one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, do one of those moments. Oh, you guys like? The, they're like you guys. Are, oh yeah, you're doing the snap guys. to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big deal in my life that time. Yeah. You can't. It'd, like, it'd, be, it'd be a living embodiment of the song "What a Fool Believes" by the Doobie <laughs> Brothers. When a, when a guy's trying to talk to this girl and she don't even remember who the fuck she, who she the remembers, fuck he Mr. Is. Miyagi, but she doesn't remember either yeah. one of them. <laughs> Noriyuki. Do you remember the uh, the um, the yellow car that Daniel drove on the first? Yes, day? it's in the it's in the show. Is it still in Cherry? Is it Cherry? It's under a. It's under a tarp. It just nice. it, the tarp's just draped over, and you can oh, see that's it. Awesome. It's like, oh. Yeah, because they go back to. All the places I need to see this. Not dude. for not for an extended period of time in any one of them, really. But the, I, they know that that's what people want to see. They're fans themselves. They have been watching that for so long. They get it. The eighties to us, especially, and maybe even a little bit more than you. Uh, to me, in my generation, my cousin Tracy, that is such a, an amazing time to us. It's almost like we kick ourselves for not realizing what we were in when we were in it, you know? And I think everybody does that to a small degree. Well, here's but the thing with this show. It is every coming of age, eighties movie wrapped into one with karate kid. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. It follows the same beats. It is love stories, tri- triumph, failure, all the stuff, mm-hmm. all the, everything, um, Johnny is essentially a reluctant Mr. Miyagi. He is John McClane. I'm too old for this shit. What the lay at the beginning of Die Hard? Yeah, yeah. He's drunk and everything's fucked up. Yeah, and he gets put in this situation. So in this one, you're like you're saying Daniel Larusso is the villain, but he's not. He's still a good guy, but like he 
finds himself getting obsessed with Johnny because Johnny's bringing back Cobra Kai, and Cobra Kai is evil. It's just like him. Yeah, getting, it's just okay, like Thanos yeah. getting the Infinity Gauntlet. Right, and he's trying to do the right thing, but it, yeah, it, it, but he just keeps he's fucking going up. about yeah. it the wrong way. Right. There's one thing I wanted to bring up on the show for a couple weeks now, and this is going to sound weird, but I saw an old episode of The Fall Guy the other day. Fantastic. Can we see? Say? <laughs> can we say? In a bit part in that episode where they had to track down the evil Eddie Albert. Oh, no, not Eddie Albert. Sheriff from another town who hit Make a, the world go away. He, he, who killed a kid and ran from it. He's a, he's a crooked sheriff. Sounds like a case for Buford T. Pusser. It was a case for Colt Seavers, <laughs> sir. I'm Colt Seavers. Yeah. Sometimes can, a man's got to do what a man, man does. does. Like smacking broads. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that the other day. So great. It's the uh, best. Um, but anyway... And a bit part in this was one young Delta Burke. Holy fucking shit, was she a goddamn smoke show. I liked her on Designing Women. Oh, she was and hot. yes, I watched Designing Women. Her Dixie Carter always got my good. Oh, yeah, but uh, fucking. Uh, and this is before she. There was that point where she got hotter because she's one of those women. She All the size she put on was in her tits and her ass. Like her waist stayed Relatively small But her tits and her ass Got gigantic yeah. And she was hot as shit Her and Jack Hay Yeah I'm sorry but you're Mary you're, Yeah but <laughs> That makes me want to kill myself Mary <laughs> um, But In this She was She couldn't have been more than 20 Hot So Fucking hot I mean I was just like Oh my god And um, Then I watched The Lost Boys Fantastic yeah, I, I've been watching it like that's my newest uh, nostalgic addiction, and um, I saw. Oh boy, let me see. Young Delta Burke was a smoke show. This but, was this that's early that's what, even earlier than that. Yeah, I mean, that looks like fucking um, that seventy showgirl uh, Neil Kunis. Yeah, they do look a lot alike, don't they? Ooh. Have mercy. Mila Kunis is much smaller than her, though. Oh yeah, she's this. She's a big broad. Good lord, Miss Florida. Damn, damn, Delta Bird. Why you gotta be so sexy? But then uh, there was in- Woo! Hachi Machi. I know. <laughs> what are you, Jay fucking Sherman? Thermometer comes in. <laughs> she's hot. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No. No, latest. Oh, well, she got. She's an older lady. No, now. I don't think that's her. I think that's somebody saying it is. Well, maybe no, it's it her. probably is her. She's got to be in her sixties now. Oh my god, good lord, what a! I'd crawl through a mile of her shit just to see where it came from. You know, hey, what I mean? hey. it's one of those dad sayings. Yeah, no. I just went through a river of alcohol after rolling through razor blades just <laughs> to hear her fart through a megaphone two miles away. <laughs> Um, but then I was watching Lost Boys, and in that is one twenty-two-year-old Jamie Gertz. Oh yeah, holy shit! Playing the one girl star, she's held up well too. Yeah, she really she was has. What, less standing or something. She was actually at one point hotter than when she was younger. I thought, and then, then when she was younger. But then I watched that. You ever seen her? In There's Lesson no Zero? way. Oh yeah, Lesson Zero is a great movie. Do you know? There's a scene in that where they stumble into the. Uh, into the uh, shooting crew. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they come down a set of stairs and they left it in. They didn't take it out. It's fantastic. Like the, the, the Mike Boom guys holding up, they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> and like, 
pointing back, you know. I wonder if they were like, man, this is just like that one scene in Dolomite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it in. Yeah, they were actually camera guys. That was a Mike Boom guy from Dolomite. Yeah. <laughs> he, You're always in the way, Trevor. <laughs> He'd come up in the world. He's like, I can't get away from this. Um, because let's face it, there couldn't be two movies less alike than Dolomite and less than Zero. No, there's not. <laughs> those, are, those are spectrum. That's a spectrum. Yeah, right the, there. There's hardly any awesome karate <laughs> kicking in less than Zero. <laughs> there's hardly any lines like another frame up. Huh? <laughs> you know who they should bring out to fight Thanos? Who? Mac from Always Sunny using this karate. <laughs> Have you ever taken a lesson? <laughs> I, dude, I do backflips every day of my life. You do, do a backflip now, please. <laughs> you are white trash. <laughs> Dennis, I love when he gets a Look at these shorts. Look what I can do with these shorts. That's, that's amazing. That's an amazing degree of flexibility. With those, I feel like I might be able to pull the backflip back off. Yeah, probably not, but... <laughs> That's one of the best episodes. They get trapped in that fucking pool. God, I love that movie. <laughs> that show so much. Anyway, um, and I was looking up. I cannot believe Lost Boys is literally thirty years old. That movie came out thirty fucking years ago. You know they've done a couple sequels, like yeah, they were, dog, sequels. They were I'm sure dog shit. They were. I don't even think that both uh, the one Frog Brother, not even Corey Feldman. Knew not to come back. He's like, I'm not being in that shit, and I'm working at the fucking popping cap down the fucking street. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was shooting a car you, commercial last. You no, know, I would, I would be in that movie, but uh, you know, I got to shift to Dollar General. And, <laughs> then, I'm gotta, gonna, then I'm gonna I get a biscuit making shoot shift yeah. to Tudors. Then I'm gonna go. Uh, Even though it's a West Virginia company, I don't know why I would be going that. I'm far. gonna go uh, play my awesome music at uh, at a at a minor league baseball game during halftime. <laughs> There's no halftime. Has he really done that? Yeah. <laughs> he had gigs at minor league baseball. Games. He did not. Yeah. Corey Feldman did. Yeah. What's that? What was the name of his band? I don't remember. But you've seen. We went over that on this. The show. rock and rolls. Yeah. The, would, whatever they did. That would have been the best. Uh, you know, I. I'd love to be in Lost Boys too, but uh, got to clip my toenail. That's, that's one of those movies. All day job. That's one of those movies. Uh, no sequel is going to work. No, it, it was just too self-contained. I mean, they could reboot it maybe and just do it all over. again. I don't think I can, they could do it. I don't think uh, it would be as you good. Couldn't you, the, the beginning scene of that set that tone? Nobody's going to be Kiefer Sutherland. You know how Kiefer, how old Kiefer Sutherland was in that movie? Twenty eleven. Twenty one <laughs> years old. Yeah, and he's fifty one now. He's fifty one now. Jamie Gertz is fifty two. She was 22. I don't... The one dark-headed lost boy... Of course, Alex Winter was one, you know, uh, Bill. But... They're bringing them back. I can't... Yeah. I think that'll be great. I, I think it'll be great, too. There's no reason reason that wouldn't be great. Other than the fact that George Carlin and Rufus is not going to be there. They could CGI him in. Uh, no, they're not <laughs> going to do Just have some Doug Stanhope do it. Yeah, I'm the new Rufus. <laughs> He's all drunk. He's like, I'm not going to stop drinking during the shoots if that's okay. <laughs> that, I suppose. Roll it. <laughs> uh, I know the lines. Whatever. You're paying me scale. Bill Burr comes out. <laughs> Bunch of fucking quiz. <laughs> oh, you want to travel through time, do you? Huh? <laughs> yeah. huh? You want to travel through Going time? Going back to mogul times. <laughs> <laughs> I hope a horse caves your fucking skull in. <laughs> <laughs> fucking one bridge town. <laughs> 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 
He goes back to Philadelphia in 1790, <laughs> yeah. talking shit to the original framers. You know what this fucking city's going to be 200 years from now? You they're going to of- boo Dom Irera. <laughs> and I know you don't know the significance of that right now, but it's terrible. Oh, look at you with your fucking padded wig. Aren't you fucking something? <laughs> <laughs> we do a pretty good Bill Burr. <laughs> like, I've listened to him enough. Yeah. <laughs> Dueling Bill Burr. Like, <laughs> hey, you want to go get some lunch? <laughs> Oh, well, we're gonna eat there. We're gonna eat uh, so, yeah, look, we go Taco we're Bell. Cheesecake Factory. We go Taco Bell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheesecake Factory. <laughs> he I want to go Bill the Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> anyway, Cobra Kai. It is. Um, it's set in modern times, but it is it is as eighties as you want it to be, as you would hope it would be. Well. The soundtrack, everything about it. Um, Johnny Lawrence is still stoked on the eighties. Like he gets visibly pissed off whenever, whenever the kid doesn't know who Gold, Guns and Roses is. Yeah, you know who Guns and Roses. He's uh, I, like I don't know. It's filled with. It's very funny. It's rated R or whatever TVMA. Yeah, lots of cussing. There's no nudity, which is kind of sad. But what are you going to do? But. Uh, it's one of my favorite sitcom type things to come out in quite a while. Yeah. I was hoping it would just be good, but I thought it was great actually. So I encourage you, I implore everyone to watch it just so they can, I want them to make another season of it and I'll pay because you can only get one free trial. I'll pay the nine ninety nine and watch and binge watch it next year. If they make another one, it's fucking good. Yeah. Lots of good stuff in it. Anyway, what else would you want to talk about? I, I think that much pretty much covers it. We've we've touched. Uh, uh, we didn't talk about it last week, but uh, Bill Cosby was convicted. Of, yeah, of uh, three counts of sexual assault or something or other. Anyway, he's looking at at least thirty years, and hopefully he gets it. Hopefully they actually sentence him to go to prison, and he'll he'll die shortly after being in prison. Just from heartbreak from being away from Camille. I wonder what she thinks of this whole thing. She says it's uh, mob justice. He didn't do anything wrong. She is fucking Tammy Wynette standing by her man. What is that? I mean, how how do we rate that? I don't. Camille's a piece of shit. That's what I okay, say. Okay, fair enough. Fuck Camille. Fuck Bill Cosby. Okay. You know uh, he soured me on black people. He was my, the first black person I ever saw, and I thought all black people were doctors and lawyers. Growing up because of that. <laughs> he, he kept me from being racist in West Virginia. Yeah. And now I find out that uh, he's, he's this bad of a person. And now I'm, now I'm racist now. <laughs> way, to, way to go, Bill Cosby. <laughs> not, not really. I, I, I actually can separate. You know what made me racist, oddly enough? <laughs> what he did away with the jelly pudding pop. I don't know that he made that decision. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, he did. <laughs> so Bill Cosby's the CEO of Jello. <laughs> He's the one making the fucking commercials. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. I guess Max Headroom's responsible for <laughs> Pepsi Clear. <I> guess. <laughs> you think the guys in the Sonic commercials oh, have shit. make decisions at the Boy, company? I hope so. <laughs> Nerds in my fucking blizzard. You know the you know the uh, the Sonic guys are like um, improv legends in the city of Chicago. They're funny. They are funny. They've had. I like the spots though. Originally, when it was like like they were shot with a fucking VHS camera, yeah. those were fucking hilarious. 
But one of my favorite lines is, I understand the difference between that. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think would have made it uh, Cobra Kai better? What? Is, and I think this for everything. Whenever I'm watching shit on Hulu, like if I watch an old 80s show on Hulu, I think it would have been cool if they would have had like 80s commercials, like where a normal act break would be. Yeah. Except for with Cobra Kai, they could have made it like, they could have made fake 80s commercials for fake shit that, right. would, that would have been 80s. <laughs> I would have liked that a lot, too. <laughs> but you know how it is when you're watching The Fall Guy. Yeah. And you're like... I, w- I want an 80s commercial. You want to see I want the where's old, the beef. I want to <laughs> see where... I want to see the old Ronald McDonald. A commercial for the wish book that's going to come in the mail. The that's going to weigh 25 fucking pounds. <laughs> you could have killed another kid with that... Throw <laughs> Definitely could all the things when you when we were kids you could have killed another kid. Oh with. God! The Transformers, they were metal. They were yeah, and they were fucking hard rubber. Well, not hard rubber. They were quality rubber on the fucking tires. Yeah, that's whenever they made good shit. Like if you left your Transformers out in the rain, and there was a little bit of paint flicked off of one corner, it rust. It would rust. Yeah, and then you get tetanus. Yeah, that's how dangerous toys used to be, motherfuckers. I don't want to hear and that's anything. We liked it. <laughs> that's the way it was, and that's the way we liked it. <laughs> Anyway, anything else you want to talk about? Bill Cosby's going to jail. We've spent most of we shit on Don Blankenship for the first half hour. Yeah. We spoiled the flying fuck out of Avengers. Um, I don't think I really spoiled anything with uh, Cobra Kai. I'm just recommending the holy fuck. No, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely am going to tune into this. I haven't spoiled any plot points, but I've definitely, uh, I've definitely, I think I've sold it pretty well. I want people you to have watch sold it. it. I want people to watch it because I want to make more, you know? Well, I. That's the thing. Do you think that's something that's going to catch on? What, YouTube Red? No, just uh, the Cobra. Is Cobra Kai going to be one of those things? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. God. It's one of the only it's TV so, shows. It's sometimes get, it's so hard to get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's. The high 90s is, you know. It just all depends on who's reviewing it. Well, that's know? true. It's an aggregate. But I'm saying. But, you, have you ever wanted, Have you ever been so pissed off you. There's those people out there, uh, like the first person. Okay, well, I was going to say this, but they were completely right in doing that. What? Panning Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> pan the fucking shit out of that movie. It, it is so pan. Uh, <laughs> well, there was there was a guy who to this day gets shit for writing a bad review for the first Star Wars in the New York Times. Oh yeah, and he's right. It wasn't. I mean, it was a. For the time, it was a monumental feat in movie making, but so was. But it was a shitty movie. Yeah, the dialogue was kind of bad. There's a lot of bad parts to it, but I get why people loved it so much. Well, the thing that uh, Mark Hamill was absolutely right. Which, by the way, he's been shitting on the Last Jedi lately. I'm not sure. I don't know if he was or not. I think he is. I I, I think he's not satisfied with where it went. I thought the Last Jedi was very good. Do you? Yeah, I liked. I liked it. I, I went and saw it the second time. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I've, there were th- there were some things that I was I thought not pleased with the whole casino scene where they're running through. I didn't like that. That but, whole that whole side plot that took up half the movie. Yeah, I didn't they, like that it. could they could have done something else. But who I don't make movies. I don't know. I would have liked to seen a triumphant return to of Luke. We're doing something really Jedi like and, and and getting them the hell out of there. You know, doing something like that that would have been better. Keep them alive till the third act, please. Don't kill them off. I mean, I, I understand why they did it, and I understand, but. Again, I get an idea of what I would have written, and let me run this by you and see what you think. Usually, you think my story ideas are pretty good. Yeah. 
you have to keep Kylo Ren, even though the terrible things he's done, he is a manifestation of Darth Vader. He really is. And Darth Vader's done. You want to keep him a little bit sympathetic. And well, there's they, that. I he, think they did do a good job of that in the second. No, one. they turned him into the main villain. Is what they did by killing off Snoke, and that's what they wanted to do. Well, they 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 did a good job of keeping him sympathetic until that happened. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so here's what I would have done. You. For one thing, flesh out Snoke more. Give us some in. Uh, I don't think that, I don't think we've Snoke. seen the end of him. Maybe not, but I'm saying that if things are in, in their current looks like where they're going somewhat, and you just killed him off just because you didn't want to deal with his story and try to build Kylo Ren into the big villain, that's dumb. But what you do is you keep him alive to the third act, and he fights Luke for the souls of of Kylo mainly just kylo because they get her out of there and she you one thing that these movies have is echoes of earlier movies she should echo what leia said about about what luke said about vader and what and what padme said about darth vader i mean what luke said about vader and what padme said about vader there's good in him i can feel it you make that scene where they're getting ready to abandon him because they feel like he's totally become a Sith. And that when they pull her back, she goes to Luke and said, we have to save him. There's good in him. I've felt it. We have to go get him. And even Luke's going to be against it. Said, so, no, he's in, he's in the dark side now. And that's when you, that's such dialogue. I could write it. You, she has him with, is that what you said about your dad? Why did you go to find him on that planet if you didn't think that she, he had something left in him? You can't do that. You can't abandon him when you can't abandon him when you went after Darth Vader, the most evil person. To, what you do is you have her first attack him like Darth Vader, the man who slaughtered hundreds of innocent children and did all this. stuff. you start naming off the terrible shit he's done and hit Luke with that and the fact that he still believed in him and you and you make him examine the fact that nothing Kylo Ren has done is nearly as bad other than killing his own father, which is bad. Is nearly as bad as the shit Vader did, and he still tried to save Vader. This is a challenge of the apprentice to the master. Live up to what you're fucking for, what you think you should, for what your ideas and tenets are, and go get. And we're going to go get him. And you have a whole movie where they're fighting, get him back, and Kylo Ren is fighting this goodness that's in him the whole time. And at the end, a Titanic battle between Snoke and Luke, where they kill each other, and they pull, and they pull Kylo out, and her. And Kylo and her become the new Jedi with a spirit Luke guiding them in the end. Cut scene. That's what you fucking do. They might be, still be doing that. I don't know that we've seen the last of Luke. And I well, was that a good idea or not? That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I was. And I, I don't think we've seen the uh, last of Snoke. That was too. It was. It, that's the thing. If it's not, it's dumb. If they, if they bring him back for the next one, I will totally excuse it. But if they just killed him like that because they didn't want to deal with it, that's just lazy and stupid. I don't think J.J. Abrams is lazy. No, he might be stupid. He is not. <laughs> I believe, but I think he's a hard worker. Yeah, he's hard work, Bobby Walker. <laughs> hard work, Bobby Walker. Jobber to the stars. Anyway, you think this we've uh, done about enough damage? I think we have. I think it's been a good one. Yeah, pretty good one. I've enjoyed it. I've had a great time. What do you want to go out on? Um, just pick something at random. Here, let's let me pick something for once. You pick something for once. I'm tired of making all the fucking decisions around here. Tired of doing it. Sick and goddamn tired. Tired and sick. You gotta take a dump. I didn't get any of this shit. <laughs> what is this? I didn't get any of this. What is it? It's like a thousand fucking songs that I didn't get. Like what? Uh, 
this is pocket choices with this. By the way, the Silvery, Silvery Moon, Jimmy Bowen and the Rhythm Orchids. <laughs> Midnight by Paul Anka. No. <laughs> is, just, is it the Amazon app? Yes. That'll just download throw things shit. up at you. Maybe not even download. It'll just give you suggestions. Okay. Well, I'll just pick. Uh... Oh, there's one. There it is. All right. Thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. That's what I felt after everybody died in. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening. Episode 157's in the books. Thanks and go fuck yourself. Trapped against my back I held my